Remember that, uh, like, TGIF, where they had, like, Family Matters? Of course. And... Of course. That was, that was great times. That was my Of course. Of course. That's when I was, too... you know what's so crazy? Like, I don't have TV now. Like, Me neither. I don't have TV. I have, I have Netflix. A TV. I have Amazon. I don't really watch TV. But you have, like, memberships? like Of course. Okay. Of course. So, I... But for some reason, because I, I don't know, like, it's so weird when people come to my house, they're like, why don't you have TV? I'm like, because I have memberships. <laughs> like, I just don't have it. But back in the day, I like, I was glued to the TV. Same. I didn't watch cartoons. That wasn't my thing. But I watched, like, the Saved by the Bell, the Family Matters, so the I Fresh Prince. So I watched the, like, the action figure cartoons. Which was what? Like, like like X-Men, G.I. Joe, stuff mm. like that. And then that was a little younger. And then as I got into like a teenager, um, I was watching, at my time, it was like Nickelodeon night, like Clar Clarissa. Or Nick it was, at night. Yeah, it was like Boy Meets World. That um, was my, Dawson's Creek. Full House. I was yes, a little yes. older. Yeah, at yeah. that age, I wasn't, I wasn't watching TV at that age anymore. That's when it stopped for me. Really? Yeah. Why? Um, were you just like, so one, I was always working. I always worked. What age did you start working? Um, the concept of working, of working with money, very young, like, like some of youth days, like even younger than that. Um, cause my father used to bring me to work. He was a super mm -hmm. and he used to give me like half his job to do. And then he would pay me and it was his weekend gig and I would just go and help him. And that was like one of the earliest concepts of work and making money that I can remember. Even earlier, like I used to make like bracelets. Uh, like also, these, you was a baby entrepreneur. Since early, since baby. I mm. was, um, I would go with my mom to like this craft store. She was into crafts mm -hmm. and she also had her own store. She used to like- Well, where sew. was this? This was in Brooklyn, in Brooklyn. Bay Ridge. Dope, dope. And and I would want like the like the bracelet making kit mm -hmm. because you can make tons of bracelets. And then I was like, I might as well sell these for like ten cents a quarter. And I used to sell them for that much, ten cents and a quarter. And that was very young. That was maybe and you had like customers, customers. Like you had, had all my friends, all the kids in the neighborhood, fire. all the kids in the neighborhood. That's dope. <laughs> Damn, baby entrepreneur. Yeah, baby Tina. They, I always had uh, that mindset. I always yeah. had that, uh, just how to make something out of something. Like mm -hmm. if I feel like if I can, if I see it, I feel like I can do it and I can just make a, somehow just make a business out of it. But, so you saw that in your family. Yes. that comes from somewhere. Oh, yes. Like you're not yes. just like. My mom. Your mom? My mom, she was a homemaker. So she was super crafty and she used to make all my clothes, uh, like matching and um, she used to do like these school fairs, like mm. these like crafty dolls, and she was super popping. Like they <laughs> loved her dolls. They were like these weird, I shouldn't say weird, but they were like these crafty, antique looking dolls that she would make from scratch. Mm. So she would be sewing the pattern and who's up stuffing it with cotton? Me. Oh, so, so she was training you. Yeah, not knowing it, I'm pretty sure I was just helping her. I was helping yeah, yeah. her and I was super happy to help her. And it, I never, took it as like a, like com like a complaint. I actually liked it and mm -hmm. I liked uh, to do it good. Mm. And- um, Would you say you were competitive growing up? 
You know, I don't why, know why I feel like you have like a competitive I nature have, to you. Uh, good sport competitiveness. Okay. Right? I don't I don't I'm I wanna be great at what I do or be the best at what I do, but if you're like better then cool. Like that right, got right. nothing to do with me. Right. So yeah, I'm competitive and maybe it's more with myself, but I'm okay with if you're great at doing that. I don't have to be great at everything. I don't yeah. have to whatever, but I know that I have to, it has to feel like great to me. Yeah. And that's what always yeah. mattered to me. So I never I never was like super competitive. It was I I just wanted to be great. Mm-hmm. And um it didn't matter, you know, what anybody else around me was doing. Was it, just... it wasn't like uh it wasn't like one of those races. Yeah. <laughs> I never yeah. I was always like um yeah, this is what I'm going to do and this is how I'm going to do it and this is how I'm going to get there no matter what it was. Mm-hmm. It was with it was almost with everything in my life. That's so, so funny. I was always competitive growing up cuz I have I have two sisters that I grew up with that my immediate sisters. Yeah. Um and I remember one of my sisters, she ran the marathon. She did, a, no, a triath- triathlon? Yes, is that yes, a triathlon? yes, yes. Never, I was not like the active sister, but for some reason I'm like, I want to do that. But it was like my competitive nature that I'm but like. But that's fire though. That's why it's, <laughs> yeah. but that's fire. Because you know yeah. why, when you, this is why when you're with people, when you hang out with people who are doing it, it makes you, even if you it's competitive, do- right? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's fire. This is why. My mom already said, "You tell me who you are. Who tell me who you hang out with, and I'll tell you who you are. Fact. Because who you have around you, like really, uh, reflects on how you feel and what you want to get into, or maybe motivates you. You know what I'm saying? If yeah. you have an open mind to to wanting to just try different things and whatever, why not? Yeah. In a healthy way, I think everybody, are great, has that trait with everybody, just yeah. like." from day to day people like they have to have that trait like they want to do better but who was like your core like growing up like who was the people that were around you still to this day my father your daddy's girl yeah and no it's super weird (laughs) yes and no it's not mushy daddy's girl it's like still like tomboy kitty me daddy's girl so there's five of us i'm the youngest of five my two sisters, two sisters are 10 to 8 years older. So they weren't my friends until I was an adult. They, mm. they wanted no business with me. They yeah, were I know that feeling. Teenagers, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had no hard feelings. I didn't care. I had my two brothers who are 2 years and 3 years older, older than me. And a lot of my personality and how I roll has a lot to do with growing up with my brothers and the boys. Mm. So... When I'm daddy's girl, I'm really like daddy's tomboy girl because it's, yeah. it, it falls into that, uh, my personality and just the time when with my family, they were kind of more stable mm-hmm. on their end. I'm child number five. Mm-hmm. So by child number five, you know, they have their shit together. Yeah. So <laughs> they I, figured it out at that they, point. Yes, yeah. they figured it out. And yeah. to me, I felt like he, my father always had to figure it figured out because I never mm-hmm. felt anything different. But again, I'm child number five. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when it comes to being like daddy's girl, yes, I I guess I am, but it's it's not like mushy. But I'm not really a mushy person. I would say I'm a nice person. I was just person. about to ask you that. I'm because I, I can't you, imagine you <laughs> with you as know, tough as you are in the workout. It's, I let I me can't tell you. You want me to explain? When I am, I think I am 
both, but I have a super hard exterior and I think that that has been built up, but I I wouldn't say I was mushy, but I'm caring. Okay. I care. So, so you're like I care, what they call um, like a like an eggshell. Like if we crack you open, you're soft and mushy inside. But the I'm shell still of not you, mushy though. You're not. I'm okay. still not mushy. But what's your sign? I'm a Leo. Okay. So, but okay. everybody says that knows me says I'm like since I'm at the end of Leo, I'm more like Virgo Leo. Okay. Right. So I can feel that because I I don't think I'm like, oh my God, Leo Nation. Yeah. But yeah. my job. Um, helps me get that energy out. So maybe if All I right. wasn't a trainer, I would be like, rah, rah, rah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it goes into my work, so. <laughs> but, I, but I wonder, where did you channel this energy younger? Like I played sports. Okay. I wanted to be. What okay, high school this, did you go to? I went to Fort Hamilton High School. Okay. So, so I guess this is where my competitiveness comes into play. I, was, I wanted to be the strongest girl around the boys. Okay. So I okay. used to hang out with all the boys, and I'm like, um, I can do that. Yeah. Like, what's the big deal? I can do that. And that's mm -hmm. really where it started from. And it was just, I always felt like, why should you think you're better than me if, if you're like a boy? Like, yes, genetics plays a role when you're older. But at that time, that age frame, mm -hmm. there's not really different. Yeah. At the, so it's completely different. So that's where my competitive... Uh, nature came and just I grew up in the 90s I'm a 90s kid at that time we were out hanging out um, but where would you go because you were in Brooklyn see I grew up you and I are almost the same age and I but I grew up in Harlem okay so, so that's, like, that's the huge that's the that's a big difference so yeah but so I, I wonder had, what was your neighborhood like so my neighborhood is I live in Bay Ridge Brooklyn it's mm -hmm. super residential um now it's a little bit uh, mix uh, has a little bit of everything, but mm -hmm. when I was a kid, it was mostly like white. Yeah. So I had, but I had the best of both worlds because my cousins lived in Williamsburg. So I, I, I hung around in the housing buildings playing manhunt. And then when I'm in Bay Ridge, we're playing manhunt or whatever, you know, through like the parks and right. the blocks. So you and had, had a duality. Yes, which right. I, I, which I loved because I felt, I always, I felt both sides and it always fit so well mm -hmm. with me. Mm -hmm. So I, I think that because I grew up in this neighborhood, I got to experience like, um, like more of like, not suburbs, cause it's not really suburbs. If you go to Bay Ridge, it's like a, yeah, it's a very, Bay Ridge like? okay, so Bay Ridge. You gotta paint that picture. Cause I don't know nothing about Brooklyn. I, so you gotta and in really. Bay Ridge, I feel like it's, I feel like I, <laughs> I feel like I don't want to give it up. I don't. I want to keep okay. Bay Ridge a secret because Bay Ridge oh, okay. is one of like the last standing neighborhoods. Like if you're from Bay Ridge, you most likely grew up there. You went to the schools there. Mm -hmm. Everybody in that. Ooh, every <laughs> get out the way. No, everybody in that vicinity um, grew up together. Yeah. You know, whether we went to private school or public school, it was the same. Grow up. So. Right. It's, so you had the same friends. Yes, the, yes, like okay. yes, like my friends, my son's friends are my friends in high school, or his father's friends in high school. Don't it's so. like still like a, a community. So I had, I had that. Although I dealt with like racism at that time, I did not know what it was. I just mm. was just like, oh, that's the mean, angry old lady, and it yeah. wasn't a lot. It wasn't a lot, but at the time and looking back now, I felt it but other than that 
I I had a great childhood, and when I went to Williamsburg and hung out with my cousins, it was we were just like kids. It, yeah. I didn't even it didn't come to me that it was like um like different uh, nationalities. It, it felt like we were just hanging out, but that was the the beautifulness of hanging out in that time frame. And I feel like when I train clients, it mm -hmm tumbles right into it because right. it's all different kinds of women and different ages and coming from different places but we just see each other as women who are pulling it together right. at the same time doing the same shit, and everybody's just taking care of them like when we yeah. were kids we just hanging out mm -hmm. we just want to hang out so i think that reflects heavily into the kind of dynamic that is in with my style of training. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about your style of training. So I've <laughs> taken your classes. Okay. Several times. Awesome. And I told you offline, I'm like, you are hard. Like, you... And what did I say? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did you just stop? Yeah. Did you give it a no. chance? <laughs> so here's the thing. During the pandemic was okay. when I got introduced to Quarantina. Ah, that was, yeah. That was a time, right? So, yes. So really fast, like, that was the perfect time for me because I was already talking about this. I was like, I work out to feel better. I yeah. work out to let off steam. I am going through some and if I don't move my body or whatever, I'm, I'm, I don't know how I'm going to keep my cool mm -hmm. and not react to what I was dealing with at the time. Mm -hmm. So when, when, when quarantine happened, I was like, look at everybody going nuts. I'm like, yeah. I'm getting in there, right? I couldn't work. All my clients were like nurses, city workers, oh, teachers. Yeah. So I had a lot of those and everything was shut down. Nurses were nowhere to be found everybody yeah. was working yeah and i'm like i am going to go right into this online stuff i had and you shifted quick because we what we got shut down like what march 12th or something Girl, and then you started like I, march 18th that was this, like oh, i would have started sooner i started in april i would have started sooner if i didn't have a broken ankle because mm. in order to teach my style of training, I have to demonstrate a lot. Yeah, you do. It's a, it's a lot of demonstration. And not all classes, but like the main class and what I'm known for in my movements, I mm -hmm. need to be able to move. So yeah. I had to wait for my ankle to get to better. Yeah. Yep. As soon as that happens, I was like, all right, um, I need to make a flyer. I need to figure this out. I'll, I'll figure out the rest. So I was like literally like setting up Zooms, um, manually setting out passcodes for people to yes. work out yes, yes. Um, everything was manual labor like every Saturday a new program came out and every Saturday all day I was sending out these codes like so you didn't have a team this was just all you. I never have a team I still still to this day I don't have a team wow. I am still learning as I go along mm -hmm. so it was it's a nice thing because the the core of my team we kind of all like grew together mm -hmm. like me as a virtual trainer and and just like in life like it's getting situated to the new norm like that yeah. COVID was not normal like no, it was no. it, it it made everybody realize what mattered at that time mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's the people around you mm -hmm. it's in exercising to cope and be able to uh stay in shape and healthy and just basic stuff and yeah. and and I 
hate to look at such a terrible time frame, but I feel like on the upper side of that, it gave everybody a more calmness a little bit. Yeah. And I and I am super happy that I was able to be a part of people's calmness. And it is uh, the reason why I became a trainer and the only reason why I became really? a trainer, yes, is to create some kind of calmness so that people, specifically women, because mm -hmm. I was driven by it too, can get through their day um, clear-minded, like mm -hmm. not overreacting, not uh, acting because of something else happened. Like I wanted, I wanted everybody to feel good the way it made me feel good. And COVID was a perfect time for me to do that. You know what's crazy? When I first, like, because this happened, right? COVID happened, okay. you started training. And then something in my mind shifted and I was like, I started doing math and math is like my worst subject. And I'm like, she's charging $20 a class and she has all of the, I'm like, wow, like she actually never needs to go and like to the gym again. Like she could actually do this for the rest of her life. And I didn't. And you didn't. And I'm like, it, it's crazy how, cause I see two sides of you. I see definitely Tina the trainer. Yep. But and then I chill. see Tina, like the entrepreneur, like the yeah. businesswoman, the one that's getting it, the one that's grinding, because I'm just like, she's not even spending money on nope. the gym per se, but she's like making all this money. And that's why I, I asked you, like, where did you see this growing up? Because you quickly went into that entrepreneur mindset, like, no excuses. I'm just going to give I, them this now. Yes. I don't know where that came from. I've always been like that. I don't yeah. know where that came from. I know that anytime I had difficult problems in life, I know that I always had the mentality of, all right, how are we going to fix this? Because so solution based. Yes. Yes. That's the first time anybody I've ever like heard that out loud. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I, I don't want to say complaining because maybe, yeah, I do do a little complaining, but complaining comes with, all right, what's next? Because complaining isn't gonna get you anywhere and it also takes up super energy and I know it sounds like cliche, but it's so true. Yeah. You need to stop worrying about what went wrong and everything that's gonna go bad and think about everything that can go good and, and how, now how you're gonna do it. And that's exactly how I did with my virtual. I knew that COVID was going to end. Now, how am I gonna make this not a gimmick thing. Like how am I? Right, right. And 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 that's when I developed a whole total body program to to make you strong, uh, sculpt your body, build a shape because that also is important to me. I, I and I think that's when my culture comes into play. Um, you know, curvy to me is always beautiful. So I'm mm -hmm. like, all right, so how, how am I gonna put that into my program? I mean, mm -hmm. I had to add. I have to add this kind of training to build this kind of bigger you right. know it's not so that I started to do that and and I made sure I made a complete program so that when COVID ended nobody felt like they had to go anywhere mm -hmm. and it kind of worked it, it definitely <laughs> it worked. worked in your favor for sure it worked for sure and one of the things that I love is that every time I saw you and the reason why I gravitated to your classes was because I felt like your body looked like a real like nice woman body. It wasn't like too muscular, athletic, it wasn't too... It's just an athletic body of somebody who likes to move. 
but it looks very sculpt. And, yes. and I think for the first time, because yes. you can, listen, everyone can work out, right? You can do cardio, you can lose the weight. But what you focus on is a lot of sculpting. I do, I do both. I make sure yeah. that strength is included, but also line programmed to to where it's gonna fall hand in hand with sculpting. Yeah. Because strength doesn't mean shapely body. Cardio right. does not mean shapely body. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's levels to this, and That's you gotta right. you gotta map it out. So. That's how I mapped it out. I wanted my girls to be able to perform, but also look great and look strong, mm -hmm. but soft strong, yeah. just like you work out. Like, like, but people would have no idea what they can do, like performance yeah. wise. Mm -hmm. So when I see like, so when I started, when, when COVID started to ring around, that's, that was my idea. And I've been on that same um, plan this whole time. So. How do you keep it fresh in terms of like, because now you you started with the business, what is it called? The business body or? Oh, yes. So you, And that's something that you just recently launched. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so the freshness, so a lot of the stuff with my program um, is repetitive, in, but in different ways. So mm -hmm. I'll make sure I, I'll just switch up. In order to, in order to build muscle, you have to program it in a certain way. But you also have to make it fresh. So Definitely. it's always being remixed in a different way. Playlist happens, uh, helps a lot. Mm -hmm. And just the way you present the actual workout, right? Every workout is not the same, but it is the same. Mm -hmm. And that's my, to me, that's my hardest part of mm -hmm. being an online trainer. And then I have the, the new programs that come out. Mm -hmm like uh, the busy girl program mm -hmm. like i know that there are there are girls women who are busy everybody's busy actually even when yeah. you're not busy you're busy, you're busy. Your, main, your mind is always running mm -hmm. right so i incorporate that for the woman who is busy or has kids at home or maybe she thinks she can't do it and like all right 30 minutes i feel like i get like people with that mind frame because there's there's multiple reasons why people don't work out what are the reasons? Like, uh, if you can name a few. That time, mm -hmm. they think they can't do it. They, they don't understand that one day at a time is key to going into this. Mm -hmm. They don't, they want, they, they think ahead. Like, I can't do that. But if you would just stick to it, yes, you can. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, they're just intimidated. And I feel like with this program, it was, it's just 30 minutes, very simple moves, but it is designed to, to, to work everything at once, but still targeting different areas in certain days. So you're yeah. getting, you're getting a nice basic workout, but it's a nice, strong and cohesive workout. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if I can get something out like that to people and bring them in, then dope, because everybody starts somewhere. Right. And, and I don't know anybody who gets into working out and, and, and that doesn't want more. Mm -hmm. So start with 30 minutes, and if you stick to it, you're going to want more. And that is my thought process to, 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 to that and how mm -hmm. I get girls in and how I just you know keep growing my team, because everybody <clears throat> needs a, an option, yeah. and I just want to provide the options who was like your biggest transformative client where you were like actually shocked to Man, see that? I have tons of that. Yeah. I have tons of that. I have tons of that. I can't even. Um, and like, were you shocked to even see that? Like, Whoa. no, no. 
nope, I know because if you put in the work, um, I know it's going to come. Yeah. Me as a trainer, I know this. Were mm -hmm. they shocked? Yeah. Were they shocked later on more than they were in the beginning? Not really because after you put in that kind of work to get that kind of transforma transformation, you know what you did. There's no shock. Yeah. You know what you put in. You know mm -hmm. how hard you went. There's no shock to the results that the work you put in. Yeah, it's the people yeah. that don't put in work and then they're shocked that they don't have results. <laughs> How are they more shocked than the people that put in work? <laughs> That's a you, fact, you know, yeah. so when my clients, you know, I what I'm what I'm shocked is that is that they get up at 6 a.m. or they come home from a hard day at work, get on at 7 p.m. That's yeah. what shocks me the most. Not the yeah. not the results, the getting there. To me, I think that's the hardest part is getting there. Mm -hmm. Once you sign up to my classes, you're here. That's it. Boom. I now I plug in my abilities. All you gotta do is show up. Yeah. So and follow the program. And follow the program. Mm -hmm. Don't have it. You know what I'm saying? So when they come with these fire results, you know, later down the road, because they made this a lifestyle and didn't want it for some, I don't know vacation or or some kind of occasion if they wanted the lifestyle change every single one of those clients are looking amazing yeah looking yeah. feeling it, it's not it transformed them inside out inside out because once you look good you feel good and once you do things that you thought in a million years you can never do of course you're gonna walk around with a different pep in your step yeah <laughs> you're gonna be like it's Who's, different swag. Let me tell you something. That's what happened to me. Yeah. I walked in. I was going through crazy times. And after that, and like the, just the process of directing everything back into myself, just that alone, I was like, and you think I'm going to let you, 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 and whoever else uh, take that piece away from me? Yeah. I will never in my life give power to another person. Never in my life. And I learned that through, through training. Never, ever, ever. If I mm. was able to gain myself and pull my together, then no way in hell I'm going to let you take me out of my peaceful bliss. I don't want to hear nothing. I don't want to know nothing. Leave me alone. I'm working on myself. I don't care how you feel about me. Like, it's one of those things. And I feel like... You know what's crazy? that They always say, like, it's almost... I, and I don't know, maybe it's, it's for me, but um, they say, like... No, I say. Let me not say they say. Okay. I say working out for me is equivalent to like a hair chop, right? Yeah. In, in terms of like you hit like rock bottom or whatever you would consider your rock bottom is. And something clicks in your mind where you're like, I, I just got to change at yeah. this point. Like there's nothing left for me. to. I don't have nothing else to give. I got to just give it. You know, is it, when you don't have anything else to give, you have to give in to whatever. Of course. My mom, her, the fate, my most favorite thing she ever told me. Mm -hmm. And this always stuck to me. And she's like, when you're at the bottom, whatever bottom you may think, it might not be somebody else's bottom. It's your bottom. It's your it's, bottom. It's on you. Right. There's only one way to go and that's up. There's mm -hmm. no way to go. So what are you going to do? Just flatten yourself out the bottom? Just yeah. You got to bounce right back up like a ball. Like mm -hmm. fill up, bitch, and, and spiral just go right up. back up. <laughs> yeah. And I'll never forget that. I was crying over a situation, and she's like, that old school Puerto Rican mom stuff. Yeah. She was like, ugh. She was like, look at you. What are those? She was like, yeah. look at you. I'm like, what? She was like, you're crying. You think anybody else is crying? You think uh, right. whoever XYZ is cares, like you over here crying and you over like, here. Like, what you gonna do? Yup. She's like, 
let me tell you something. She's like, when you're at the bottom, there's only one way to go, and that's up. And I'm like, word, word, yeah, word. And yeah. it was like, uh, you know, she didn't, she didn't say much, but when she said something, it always clicked. It yeah. was always like, yeah. you're right, ma. You're yeah. so right. And that is like. That's why they say when you break up with someone, that's when like yeah. your body comes in and yeah. you start going hard that and you start revenge, working. Out. My revenge body clients are the best. <laughs> yes. I'm like, yup, let that fuel you. Because sometimes you need something. Yeah, you and do need something. Like I said, I got into it because of uh, a breakup. I just wanted to feel better. I just mm -hmm. didn't want to be angry and fall um, like like fall into that cycle. I wanted mm -hmm. to just be like, be able to ignore it. And yeah. I, and I, once I started fitness, I'm like, I need to share this. Shit. Yeah. And that's why I can train men. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's yeah. why it fueled differently. And I was already successful doing something else. Mm -hmm. You know, I wasn't down and out. It was just like, you know what? This feels like I need to be doing this. Like I need to share this and I need to share it in this way because it's fueled way differently for me. Right. So, um, yeah. That's, Prior to you training, what were you doing? I sold jewelry. Oh, that's what, yeah, yeah. You yeah, that. You I, sold, I sold jewelry and I, was, I did very well doing that. And it was another. I actually remember. Yeah, yes. that's where Bali comes from. Yes, yes. Yeah. I do remember that. Yep. Yes. I, it, did, it did really well. And again, I was hustling. I was yeah, in the clubs, yeah. 10, 10 p.m., making stuff for everybody. A lot of the stuff was handmade. Mm -hmm. I like that crafty shit. So I was making yeah. everything and that was doing really well. I was, I had it on like, um, it wasn't social media. It was like reality TV, like people, like from like Love and Hip Hop, like Black Ink Crew. Um, How'd you know these people? Like, how are you, was you, it from the clubs? Like, where did man, you? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. It was just putting myself out there. And that is, that's where Bali came, comes from. My jewelry line was called Bali Katina. Mm -hmm. And Bali was just somebody I had to be at the time to make this business happen. It's not my personality. Yeah. Or maybe it is. I don't but know. But why Bali? Like where? Bali. So Bali Katina. Um, Bali is like ear. I, I don't even remember. Like Indonesian. And Katina mm -hmm. is chain. And at the mm -hmm. time I was making like these ear chains. And it looked kind of like Indian looking. Yeah, yeah. So Katina is also chain in Latin and since I had mm -hmm. my name it was it was Bali Katina, Katina yeah. put together so mm -hmm. but then everybody just thought my name was Bali they thought that was my first and last name so yeah. that's still with me and, and I like that because Bali was just a different person mm -hmm. it wasn't Tina Tina was still hurting and like all fucked up yeah so and then it, it just did it turned into like my like my stage name Bali <laughs> yeah so when we see you working out is that Bali that's Bali a hundred thousand percent so Tina's the emotional one. Tina is the, I guess, <laughs> I guess Tina, Tina is the one that's working on herself. And Bally's is front show right now while mm -hmm. Tina takes care of herself. That's how I feel. Yeah. But as of recently, I feel like they merged. Like, it became one. Like, okay, I'm realizing, you know, that was you the whole time. Yeah. That was how you handled it. It doesn't matter how you handled it, you handled it. So yeah. now everything's like shifting internally for me. Mm -hmm. Like everybody sees me as Bali, but that really does mean something to me. It really was yeah. a process of getting me through really tough times. Mm -hmm. So 
that's where Bali comes from. I wonder, like, how do you show up consistently, even when you have bad days? Because I'm sure behind the scenes, you're going through yeah. major things. Like, we all are, right? Like, yeah, most of my I mean, problems... I usually try to check out. I'm not going to hold you. Like, if I have a bad day, I will take a day for myself because there's no way I can really... I can't do that. I know you can't. And I that's can't why I asked, like, how do you... Where does that... Uh, um, that I'm going to show up no matter what... Because other people depend on me. That's why. That's where that comes from. Other people depend on me. And if I'm running a business that I want to be successful and fulfilling to why I even started it, I need to show up. Yeah. These people depend. I can't, I can't talk like this and portray something, which is not portrayal, but I can't elaborate on something and not fulfill and complete and, and show the way. It's right. just not an option. So yeah, I have terrible days and most of it has to do with my body, you know, my autoimmune diseases. And and you know what? It's gonna hurt anyway. It's gonna hurt anyway. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna feel like that anyway. But I need to I I need to show up for the people who um I have to show up for. Mm -hmm. And and that part is like the personal part. And in in even though it's um, many girls online, some I never met. It's just that thought because I know um, these girls are working on themselves. You have to be working on yourself, yeah. on yourself to work out. That's mm -hmm. working on yourself. Mm -hmm. So how am I not going to show up? I'm the one who who helps. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So that that's that's it's like who, what it is. who does the doctor go to when they need help? Who does the therapist go oh, to when my they God, need? Nobody even talks about that part. Yeah. That's the time. That's. That's why I go away so much. Uh, that's yeah. the mental break I need because uh, that. It's yeah. like you give out, give out, and I love it, but also nobody realizes how it depletes. I don't want I don't want to sound so deep and say your soul, but no, it, it does it, it feels, does something to your soul. It feels soul depleting. And if you don't yeah. refill back to you, and this doesn't go to just me as a trainer. Just in general, it's just a lot. It feels like a lot more on me. Yeah. Then you're then you're gonna. It's just another way of having to cope with it that you have going on. Yeah. So I need to go away. I, I travel often. I go to Puerto Rico all the time. I love it there. I first of all, can I just say like I appreciate <laughs> every post that you that you post ah, on social media. You. For some reason, your pictures are like, I can feel it. I'm like, okay, I, I feel when I, you're on the rock on the island. I'm like, I, I love feel that. Her. That's that. Yes. Oh I my. love that. I love that I can post about that and, and, and like, it's like an take, instant feeling that yeah. I get. I'm like, oh my God. Even when I'm teaching my classes, I love that I pop into Puerto Rico sometimes and it kind of <laughs> gives them like a vibe too. Because yeah. then it's like 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 reggaeton more. It's like yes. a certain different vibe. Yeah, it's always a vibe, but it's, it's just depending on what it is. So I I have to go. I feel like I have to go there. Like I have to go there and feel like that. Like it feels like the air is taking care of me. Like mm. I go. Like I if it, it feels like something is being like taken off of me, and I can't. I guess that is explaining it, but like I, I can't further explain how it makes me feel. You know what's so crazy? Um, I so I actually like fun fact, but true. I have not been away in two years. I have not been on a plane in two wow. years. Working. Just working straight through. It'd be like that though. And 
my boyfriend recently asked me, well, what do you want for your birthday? Because my birthday's at the end of the year. He's like, well, what do you want? I'm like, I want to go to Puerto Rico. Oh, my God. Like, I have to travel. He's like, oh, you don't want to do that? I'm like, no, no, no. No, no I want to go to Puerto Rico. Girl, that's it. I recommend it. I recommend <laughs> I'm like, that's it. Rico. I don't want to do anything else. You rent a car. Yes. What are your favorite places in Puerto oh, Rico? God, there's so many. There's so many. So during COVID, I traveled all over. And <laughs> during COVID, I traveled. Man, COVID really <laughs> changed my life. Yes, my yeah. ring right here says 2020. And I say that yeah. COVID changed my life and it gave me like clear vision. And that's what 2020 is. So yeah. like, it's like, but I I was in um, Puerto Rico all over. I, I did it like off the top of my head, like two weeks here. And as I'm staying here two weeks, I'm looking up where I'm going next. So mm. I'm really like following a map or I'm on Instagram looking up places I would want to see. I love that. Or, or, or just like Googling. And then when I'm there, I'm like looking on the maps and I'm like zooming out and just watching the coast. And some of the most fiery beaches I've found in Puerto Rico was saying, all right, this is a great coastline. I'm just going to drive and see what's here. Obviously, it's going to be some kind of beach, yeah. right? Never failed me. Never. I, I love always that. find some fire and I don't like to be in the mix. I want to be alone. If I'm going yeah, to Puerto Rico, same. it is not to hang out. It is to, to do nothing and enjoy that land, the beaches, the, the way the air smells. Um, um, it's just a different feeling. And you know what's no. so crazy too? Like I don't like to travel alone. Like I'm never that person. Puerto Rico is actually the only place I highly, where I can travel alone. I highly recommend yeah. traveling alone to Puerto Rico. It's one yeah. of those places where it's safe. It's mm -hmm. not like a, a a wild country where they're you know whatever. Of course, they have its its thing like everywhere else. Like Brooklyn, Brooklyn's amazing. But of right. course, you have shit that goes on. Same thing. It ain't no different than you know Brooklyn, New York, except it's right. a paradise. Right. And you go and you can get from one island, one side of the island to the other, and just get lost. Mm -hmm. Get lost. Like just. Jesus, like, just get lost. What do you, well, you say you get lost, but what do you find when you're there? Like, okay. what parts of you do you find when you're in Puerto Rico? Um, like, what does it do for yourself? It, it makes me feel like I belong, mm -hmm. right? It makes me feel like I'm supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. It makes me feel calm. This mm -hmm. is like... And this is not just me being on vacation. This is specifically Puerto Rico. Like, right, I, right. I've been so many places and nowhere makes me feel like where this beautiful island makes me feel. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it just it it's just like a like a like a self care treatment. And a lot has to do with me feeling like this is where I'm from. This is where my roots, this is where my parents are from. Mm -hmm. You know, they were both born there. So mm -hmm. I go back and it takes me back to the roots I, I, I thought I never needed to know. Mm -hmm. You know, being, mm -hmm. one, being in Brooklyn, New York, in Bay Ridge, doesn't really, you're not really living in, in those roots, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and really, New York is different from Puerto Rico roots, too. It, mm -hmm. It's a different, it's the same energy, but just different vibes. But I yeah. feel like, like, I just belong. Like, it felt like, it feels like Bay Ridge and Brooklyn put together on a beautiful paradise. Mm. The calming and the beautiful people and just the beautiful location. It's just, I love it. I really, really, really love Puerto Rico.
And maybe I might be biased. <laughs> I feel the same way. Maybe but... <laughs> I might be biased. But no, I don't know anybody who goes to Puerto Rico who does not love it. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's a it's a Tina fact check on my end. <laughs> I don't know about everybody yes. else, but it's a Tina fact check. I don't know anybody who doesn't go there and, and they're like, this is great. Even if they go to like the the touristy part, it's still mm-hmm. great. You still get to see the people who work there. They're amazing. Yeah. They're just a vibe that yeah. I want to be a part of, at which I Puerto am. Puerto Rico's dope. <laughs> that picture with the pink bathing suit, you remember? Pink two-piece. Yes. Yes. Was oh, that in Puerto Rico? Yes. Yes. So that was in Crash Boat Beach. What part of Puerto Rico is that? Crash Boat is Crash Crash Boat is Aguadilla, Puerto Rico. Okay. It's like one of okay. the the more yes. known beaches. Yes. And I stood in an Airbnb that was right above it. Fire. Yo, that's one of my favorite bathing suits. That was Let gifted. me tell you something. So fire. <laughs> I'm not, I don't want to sound like a creep or anything. No, but no like, way, no way. Literally, that that picture is on my vision board because I'm like, wow, that's the body I, I want. That's the bathing suit I want. Then I then got the bathing suit. Cute. And didn't fit into it. Still don't fit into it, girl. But I'm like, I'm going to fit into it one day. <laughs> one day I'm going to fit into it. And it's so funny because when, when people come to my house and they see that, like they see... Cause, like, who's that? Yeah, they're like... No, but they're <laughs> like, is that... Your body was that? You? I'm like, no. I'm like, that's Tina. Oh, <laughs> it's so funny because I have that picture because I just felt like that was such a fire picture of like what it showed for me was, and the reason why I I put it on my vision board was because it showed confidence. Yes, pink is such a powerful color. I always I love say. pink. I love it's, and it was that pink. fuchsia pink. It was that bold. It was that bold, bright, vibrant. Correct. Here I am, pink. Doesn't have to say nothing. Correct. And then there was like water behind you, water underneath you. And it was just like, I was Girl, like, that was this infinity is the mood pool. board. I'm like, that this was the is- infinity pool in that complex. <laughs> I just loved it so much. I'm like, this is the one. This, this is the uh, one that we got to like. That's a throwback. Yeah. That was such a great, great. Thanks. Yeah. Like as a reference pick of like, hey. I love you, to take pictures. <laughs> you do. You do. And you I know do. what's so crazy? Like, again, going back to the, the you know, and you being an entrepreneur, Social media plays a huge, of course. huge role in your business. Uh, almost everything, and for both businesses, I I I ran uh, two successful business businesses with just Instagram. But do you plan it out? Like I wonder. No, you, no, it happens naturally. No, so so you never plan out your schedule of like what you're gonna do, what you're gonna post, what's the caption. No. No. Really? The only thing that's planned in my life is my program. That's it. <laughs> Seriously. Nothing is planned in my life. It's just the way I live. It's not the best, and I don't know how I made it this far, but <laughs> yes. nothing is planned. I try to plan, but I don't know if I suffer from, like, imposter syndrome, but I can't say nothing I'm not feeling. I can't mm-hmm, say mm-hmm. it because you want to hear it. And I know that's terrible business move. Maybe you got to, but I... This is still real to me. So this is yeah. still what makes me happy. And this is, I don't want this to feel like a job. Mm-hmm. It's, either, it's either you roll with it right. or you don't. Correct. So when I post, it's like, all right, what am, I, what am I feeling? Or what do I feel like I need to say? Sometimes I feel like I got to say. And those are usually like my long posts. They don't come very often. Mm-hmm. But I feel like maybe when I have those callings to say something, I feel like I should say it because that's coming from somewhere. Mm-hmm. And every time I do a, like a, a more in detail 
post about something that I'm feeling, I get so many girls reaching out to me. Yeah, I could imagine. Like, a, like, like, like it was, like it grabbed who it needed to grab. And I'm always mm-hmm. like, wow. And sometimes I'm like, I should say more, but just my personality, the way I am, <laughs> it won't let me. It just won't let me. I feel like I'm such an overthinker, so I'm like overthinking the caption, the post. I'll run my post through like five people before it actually hits Instagram. You know why? Because that's a part of running a business, and that's a part of you trying to execute what you're trying to say and how you want to say it. It's very hard on people on social media. People don't get that we're people. And so I say less because less is more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And people take things the wrong way or they, I don't want to paint any picture of me. Of, mm-hmm. I don't want mm-hmm. there to be a painted picture. I want you to, what you see is what you get. And if I say something, it's just a feeling that I'm feeling. And as much as I try to plan out, it's it, it never comes out as planned, ever. I wish I you could. You recently, so funny enough, <laughs> this is... You guys don't know. This is her first podcast yes. interview. So yes. we're popping cherries over here. Yes. And I've been in this business a really long time. And, yes. I, and, and... you just, what, but what is it? is it? That, is it that you're, are you shy? Are you like I am introvert? very shy. I'm very shy. Oh, I you're on camera. You, you're daily. talking to Tina. Yeah, there's two people. There's two yeah. people. It's like okay. MJ. You ever see MJ? He goes out, <laughs> performs, kills yeah. it. He's the most soft-spoken man ever. He's I like, know. hey, everybody. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying? Yeah. It's the same way. I still have that grudge, but I'd rather not... I'd rather, I'd rather just be unseen. Like, yeah. if it wasn't for my business, I'm not the person to be posting, you know, I'm here, I'm there, I want to be here, I want to be involved in this. And... I've had to learn how to get involved for business purposes. Right. But that is not my personality. I don't want to be involved in nothing. Yeah. I want to just flow freely as I can be, which is why I don't teach in person. Mm -hmm. I love the freeness that I get from training, and I don't need to be greedy. You know what I'm saying? I don't need to be everywhere doing everything. I love training online. It fits my personality perfectly. Mm -hmm. It, It gives me that freedom, not feeling trapped, that gives me anxiety so this i am super blessed to find something that actually fits my personality yeah and i love 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 what i do so Mm -hmm. along with showing up for these girls like i really love my job i really i can tell it makes me feel like a kid like i'm like all right this is what we're gonna do yeah when i turn on my classes i'm like all right Let's go be warming up, do whatever. It's like straight to business. There's no mm-hmm. song and dance. There's no hypeness. Hypeness comes from the energy reciprocated. Like mm-hmm. if I see, I can't exert like hypeness to nobody. So mm-hmm. I am lucky to to be able to feel that energy through the computer. I can mm-hmm. I can feel it and I can pull it too. As long as it's That's there, dope. I feel like I can pull it, boomerang it back, yeah. and and just keep it flowing and it's it's fire and and i think once the 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 screen turns off 7 a.m hits i don't gotta do nothing anymore i'm happy that made me happy and now i'm happy chilling it's like the most perfect thing for me and really i i'm just super blessed to be able to just have pulled this shit off (laughs) 
You really did. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. You listen. I don't need to be everywhere or doing this. I just I need to be happy. And if mm-hmm. this makes me happy and everybody else is happy, then what a beautiful day. Yeah. What a beautiful um thing. So I I, I wonder why did you decide to do this podcast? Cause this was like really stepping out of your comfort zone. Um you know what? I told you before that I was this came like a glimmer in my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, I'm like, this podcast, we spoke before. We did. And it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And and again, my personality is just like, okay, maybe it's not meant to be. It's mm-hmm. nothing like, why didn't it happen? Nope. It came like a glimmer of of whatever in my head and then it left. Mm-hmm. And then two, day, two days later, you hit me up. Yeah. So I, to me... Like, hello, <laughs> like what other signs do you need? I'm a right. sign, I'm a doer, I'm a sign yeah. taker. Like mm-hmm. you give me that sign, I'm gonna take it yeah, and yeah. bring it somewhere. So I feel like it was just the right time. Last time it was not the right time. Maybe I was too emotional. Maybe I didn't have my shit together at that time and I was gonna talk about all the wrong shit. Who mm-hmm. knows, you know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. But I feel like this was just the time and it feels great. It feels, I feel great. And, and I'm like, I feel like I'm like, Natural. <laughs> yes. I told you. He was like, I'm nervous. I'm like, girl, you have I was nothing so to be nervous about. I was so nervous. When I used to teach classes, I used to, I used to, in person, I used to have to be inside of a quiet room like 20 minutes before class. I couldn't talk to nobody. I, I didn't want to, like, it wasn't, I didn't want to be, become more as grumpy. It wasn't that. It was like, I couldn't. You had to hit your zone. You had to stay in that, that zone. Yep. Yep. So I'm very much still like that. I'm mm-hmm. still, even when teaching class, I'm like, all right, I got to like get into this zone because I, I do suffer from anxiety. So it's whatever. But the best feeling is always like attacking, attacking. Like this yeah. feels great. This is such yeah. a great feeling that I'm here able to talk to you and I feel comfortable. And, and share your and story it, too. And, and you yeah, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> you really do have a dope yeah. story. There's, there's a few more things I want to get into. One I want to get into, where do I want to take it? Do I want to take it? Because both of them are strengths. I want to talk about the strength of motherhood. Okay. Without getting like too personal okay. on that. But, you know, that does take an incredible amount of strength and how you show up for your kids. And yes, you're not as vocal about it, but it's something that yes, I always say like mothers are like the real super women. It's in something, the world. yes. <clears throat> so for me, it's something that I have to figure out mm-hmm. and how I do everything. I have teenage kids. I, if I ever worry about anything, it's about putting my kids out there. So a way, the way I, handle things is in private because I want that to be private. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I need my kids to feel like like, like it's just me. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, right. I don't need to, you know, put it out, um, put anything out there. I, I I don't really put anything out there other than fitness. Cause right. that's all I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's what I feel like is my calling. My calling isn't um to put my personal things out there. So mm-hmm. when it comes to parenting, I'm super private and I'm it takes a lot to be able to manage 
that and your business because the business is all around whatever. And then when you have a, a girl who's teenager, mm -hmm. it's, I don't want, I don't want to do the wrong thing. So that mm. is my biggest thing as a mom. It's, it's, it, no, I don't think that people talk about how hard parenting is on uh, just a person, mm -hmm. right? So when you get older, when you're a kid, you don't realize that. You don't realize that the firefighter or the police officer is a person. You don't mm -hmm. realize the teacher is a person. You don't realize your mom is a person. So that is one of my biggest jobs ever is, is how to raise kids like thinking that as well. Like that's how I that's how I operate. I, I want to be able to have them like, I don't even know how to say it. Like understand, as, as, as a parent, I just want my kids to understand empathy, empathy mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So to me in this world and, and trying to raise a kid is tough because mm. I, it's just a lot going on. When we were kids, it wasn't so much. Yeah, it wasn't. So I much rather do that on my own time right you know i don't have to talk about it it's nothing to talk about you know like mm -hmm. to me so that is my biggest thing like it's it's i i don't want to present right motherhood i i don't right. have it figured out you right know what I'm saying? Right, right it's super hard so yeah what i find interesting though because you don't share that much, which I can respect. No, I don't. But your son is turning into his own entrepreneur. Yeah. Which yes. I think is like pretty dope. Like yeah. he is like, yes. he's killing the game. Yes. Like he's, he's a DJ. Yes. And, we, and that part you did share. And, and I say that to say, because the, the little bit that you do share, like we appreciate and we love that, like you're supporting him and like I he's think, turning into his own man, yes, you know, I think, and we love that. Yes, I think that since I know the ropes and I know how, and I understand how to navigate, if if there's ever a type of like parent I wanna be, I wanna, I wanna guide because yeah. when, come on, we're, I'm first generation Puerto Rican, my parents, came from Puerto Rico, mm -hmm. old school. Not yeah. so old school, but old school enough. Yeah. That they didn't teach us. Yeah. Maybe they taught us ethics, but then what? Then right. what do you do with those ethics? Right. Then right. what, you know, I, I want to make sure that I am helping him think the right way. Mm -hmm. I, I want to make sure I'm helping him set up things for the next thing. Like, mm -hmm. just stuff like that. So when you see me, like, now... My son, I'm talking about him, he's promoting. I want to encourage that. I love that. I want to, yeah. that's, now you get to see my son. You don't need to see birthday pictures or, right. you know what I'm saying? I, I, I love, I, I, I love that he's doing that. And I just want to be like the best wingman ever. Like mm -hmm. help him out because not, not to fault my parents. Yo, being a parent, you don't know until you're older. You're like, damn, I should have done this. Or I should have done that. Well, you know what my parents should have done? I should have had a little bit more guidance, but they didn't have it either. I developed it, and I want to return that as an adult parent. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like 
I feel like I am a better adult parent than I was a kid parent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm more, I was more like, okay, like, like structure, like maybe, I can't explain it. You know, I, I'm going to be honest, like, so my mom was a young parent. Like my mom had her first kid when she was 17, you know, so my mom didn't have it all figured out. And interesting enough, like it wasn't until late 20s for me, early 30s, where I just remember, because growing up, I was kind of always so angry at her. Like, well, why you didn't have this figured out? And why, why are we doing things like this? And my friends' parents, they do this and you didn't do. And I was always like, kind of like blaming her. And then when I got older, I'm like, and then I started going through my own emotional you understand. roller coaster. I'm like, that's right. when that word grace, that's so popular now. That's when it kicked in for me. And I said, I, I understand. Your I mom get it. Because like you is said. a person. Is a per- she was no longer a role for me. Yes. She was a real, and I was like, yes. damn, I wonder Isn't what mommy went time? through as seven. Right? Like, it's like a hurtful time when you realize that. And I did, uh, growing up, I, I, apo- a, I apologized to my mom. I still have not done that. Really? Nope. And she hasn't done it to me either. Do you feel like there's still more learning that needs to be done I between like the both of you? I feel like in their ways, and yeah. whatever is not said is understood. And that's right. how I continue on with my whatever but some of uh, some of the most best traits that I have to offer mm-hmm. is from my mom yeah. so uh, I'm happy like she is who she is All right just the person she is maybe she didn't understand or maybe whatever or but she showed me like some of the best things without yeah. knowing I don't even think she noticed what did she show you like what were some um, of like the best oh traits man that... I'll tell you exactly I'll tell you exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. Number one, she told me never to be jealous of nobody. Don't mm-hmm. ever worry about what other people have. You'll never be happy. Never. I've never, ever, ever had that trait. If I felt it, I would be like, hmm, like, why do I feel like this? Like, what do I have to, fu- like, what do I have to fix that makes me feel like this? I don't, it's like, so I've always rolled like that. And she taught me that. Mm-hmm. Another thing she used to tell me was work for your own thing. Make sure you have a, she used to say, make sure you have a good education, a good job, so you don't have to wash some, some guy's dirty underwears, yeah, right? Yeah. And I find that funny because my father did his own laundry, but it's just mm-hmm. her concept and way of doing it. Mm-hmm. If she wasn't stuck in that role, which I always found funny, but I think she understood the role of woman, or at least she thought of how it was back then. She didn't want that for her daughters. Right. So she always, she always said that. So I'm like, got it, check, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. And then, and yeah. then... And then she used to, and then the, when you're at the bottom, when you're at the bottom, there's only one way to go up. And mm-hmm. she always made me, she, that taught me that there's always light at the end of whatever tunnel. Like it's, mm-hmm. it, this happens in waves. And unfortunately, only the strong survive. So it's yeah. either you ride the wave out and you're going to get to where you need to get to, or you let that wave take you down and drown you. Like what mm-hmm. would you rather do? Yeah. I don't want to drown. Drowning, Maybe. dying while you're still alive is the worst thing you can do, mm-hmm. right? There's t- tons of people who are work- walking around dead. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. To, I don't want that to, to be me. It's not mm-hmm. how I want to live life. So she had taught. She made. She taught me that. She she made sure that that was in my like. You know, like maybe she wasn't like the most affectionate. She wasn't. You know, yeah. I never even heard my mother tell me she loves me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I don't even think like. No, never, never. Does it mean that she doesn't love me? No. I don't think so. I, I, she has to love me. I'm a kid. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. But 
she also made that whatever is whatever is not said doesn't mean it's not there. Mm-hmm. And I also learned that, you know, oddly enough yeah. from my mom because it's oh, I I love this by the way. You know why? Cuz my my brother he always says that about my older sister. He's like, "She never tells me she loves me." Yeah. And I'm like, "Well, of course, of course she loves you. Like why wouldn't she love like, you?" Like, and he'll say it. He'll be like, "I love you." And she would never but say But I never it. told my mom too. And was I, it because and, that you were afraid to not hear the I love you back? Or no, were, that never came. I couldn't spit it out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I feel like that's going to come with a, a, a bunch of, of emotions. But I always yeah. think that, I don't know if she thinks the same thing, but I always feel like I need to tell her. Like I have to you let her know. Because I don't, she's never heard it too. So like me, I can, whatever she can say about me, I can yeah. I can like, or whatever I can say about her, she can say about me back. Yeah. <laughs> I feel I feel like one day that moment's gonna come for you where you guys say it. Maybe. And you guys are just gonna be bursting in tears. That's like. when that would be the, that would be the mushiest moment of my of my life. That would be the mushiest moment of my whole entire life. Are you wanting to hear that from her? Wanting? But then I'm like, what kid doesn't want to hear their Not parent? to a point where I'm like, boo-hoo-hoo, I want to hear it. Oh, my God, my life would be fulfilled. But yeah. maybe I might feel that. Yeah. But I don't have that. There's no, like, I don't feel like I'm missing something. But maybe it is going to be something I'm missing, you know? I, whatever, whenever it comes and if it does come, I'm sure it'll be great. Yeah. you know, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not looking for it, though. But when, when you go through things like that, like, you know, because... For me, I wasn't the affectionate daughter. Like my mom would always want to kiss this me. Culture, I would be like, though. "Mom, please!" Like, and now I'm like, "No, mommy, hug me. Mommy, kiss me." You know, because now you're older. I'm older, you and I'm like, "Please, like, hug me, kiss me, hold me." But growing up, I'm like, "Mom, get away, please! Like, do not kiss me." And don't right you feel now. bad thinking I, back? <laughs> I'm like, "Why did I do that to like her?" Like, when when we would argue, I would say terrible things, and I and. And she wasn't, you know, an angel, you know, but I would say terrible things. And I would, thinking back now as a mom, I would be like, what? I hurt my mom. I have to say sorry. And I have to tell her I love her. And I don't know when it's going to be, but I don't know. It's going to happen. Do you feel like you you overcompensate as a mom? Like, do you overly tell your kids, like, I love you? I'm not a machine mom, but I do tell my daughter I love her. Yeah. I make sure I tell her that, and maybe yeah. that's because I never heard it. But yeah. I don't know. Maybe I don't feel emotional about it. But maybe it's just the way I am. So maybe it is emotional. And I don't even notice it. But I do tell her all the time. I tell her all the time. Or I'll, I'll text her. You know, I hope you had a great day, or or you know, whatever. Um, she's great. I think my daughter is great, and it's not because she's my kid. Like yeah. she's she is a great little human, a very yeah. mature. Um, very aware of her feelings, uh, super passionate. I, you know, like I don't worry about her at all. None of mm. my kids, my daughter or my son, I feel like they are like great people and super aware of themselves and always go getters. And I think that's all you really need to be successful mm-hmm. because when you're a good person, it happens for you. It happens for you. Just from being a good person, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So I feel like she's going to be good, both my kids. Yeah. 
Oh, I love this for you. Wow. I'm excited for him to get older. Um, I really wanted to be like a like a like a civil rights. <laughs> I feel like she has it in her. Like fight for the yes, rights. You know what yes. I'm saying? I want to talk about autoimmune disorders. Because you you speak very heavily about yeah, this. Yeah. It's Recently been a you part of my did life. yeah, you did a live. Um you you spoke about ADHD. Oof, yep. You spoke about gaslighting. Ooh. That was like another topic that you hit. Oh man, yeah. Um so there were like a few points that you recently uh discussed on your live. Yeah. Um what fueled that? Like what 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 made you wanna hop on live and like discuss these things? And not that you've been private about your autoimmune disorder, but no. I just wonder you know, because you always put that in the forefront so, a lot. So with the autoimmune disorder, I've been suffering for that for a really long time. And sometimes it's worse than others. Mm-hmm. Lately, it has been like super out of control. Like I've been super in pain or it's been really, really affecting me. And but what does make me feel good is when I do move, when I do stay active. Yeah. Um, and I felt like at that time... I felt like I just had to remind people that I am not super superhuman. I'm a regular person. I do struggle with problems, probably more problems than anybody I know. We know it 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 it, it comes from everywhere. I have been through um mental abuse. So that's another huge problem and that's why I mentioned that. I feel mm-hmm. like well, I don't feel like I know that if your mind isn't right, then your body isn't going to be right. They are connected. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I think I went through a lot, a lot of debunking mm-hmm. and why I was feeling the way I felt about certain things. Mm-hmm. And and I realized that while you go through certain things, you don't realize it's happening. And the first thing to getting better and and feeling better about yourself is to realize what's happened. Like, what did you just go through? What, what was that? Is, is, is it me? Or are there, is, is this a thing? Like, it's a thing. Like, people go through this. There's certain types of people who put you through this. And then your body reacts a certain way. So this is all a thing. Yeah, so, yeah. so whenever I speak about that, I wish I would speak about it more, and I and that goes with the planning out. I'm not a good planner; it's yeah. just my personality. Mm-hmm. But I would, I always want to chime in on that because people forget that you're a person, and they don't realize where you came from. They only see how far you've come, and they, people love to just go off of that. And with social media, that it does it very well. If you just come in and you're just coming in, you must think that I don't got nothing going on. I got, yeah. I got it all figured out. I don't. Maybe I got what I love to do figured out and, and my job situation and my financial situation. But that ain't it if you don't right. feel good. It, mm-hmm. it's, that's just part of the problem. And I wish, like, people understood that. I mm-hmm. wish that happiness and feeling a different way comes from other places. And that needs to, it's a very, it's a very rude awakening when you have no more money issues and you're still not happy. Mm. Right? That is what I was mm-hmm. going through. I'm like, mm-hmm. I need to enjoy this. Why do I feel like this? Why do I feel worthless? Why do I not feel like I'm doing my thing? Why do I feel like um, um, 
like I'm fronting. That was yeah. a big one coming over me. Like I was talking yeah. about all this women empowerment and it felt like I was fronting for a while. Yeah. And I'm like, why do I feel like this? And it's because the, the wiring that happens when you're dealing with somebody that makes you feel a certain type of way. Mm -hmm. And this goes for not, it doesn't have to be you know, your boyfriend, it, it can be anybody. Yeah, it, it can be, be family, anybody. It can be anybody. Bro, it can be anybody. It can be the bus driver on the day that, <laughs> and it, that says yeah. something in a different shed of light and you're just like, like it just weighs yeah, on yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? It could, yeah. be, it could be anybody. So I felt like um, people need to know that. So when I say that, <laughs> it's just another thought that I feel like needs to be out there because I understand that people relate to me. So I need to let them know here and there that, Sometimes, and a lot of the times, I'm not okay. I just figure it out. I just figure out how I'm going to make the best of this. Because I just feel like that's what life is. I feel like I figured out life. Like, it's just make the best mm -hmm. of whatever you have. And there's always a way to make the best of something. Always. If you think there's a dead stop wherever you are, you're bugging. Mm -hmm. All those, the, the best success stories are the people who were out of it. Mm -hmm. Not able... Uh, just in terrible circumstances, conditions, and why does it make it the best? Because they were able to wait to get out of it. Yeah, they, they were able to that. figure it out. Mm -hmm. And everybody loves to see that. Everybody loves to see people break through. And I feel like that's why I'm super relatable. Mm -hmm. That's why I have old, deep-rooted followers because I think they saw from when I started with jewelry. Mm -hmm. To the fitness, to what I'm doing now, I'm it's still doing fitness. It's just different levels to it, and I think, I think um, people are appreciated. But for the people who follow me that are new, I have to remind them, yeah. because um, along with dealing with this kind of stuff, I have to deal with assumptions about what people think of you. Not that I give a shit, but just to make it very clear, I'm not an excuse maker, mm -hmm. and. Although I am sometimes in bad situations, and it could always be worse, I feel like. And it can yeah. always be better. So mm -hmm. how am I going to make it better? Yeah. So I feel like if I, I feel like part of me being a trainer is I have to make, I have to get that out there. Because yeah. it's, it also falls into training. You, you, you want to be better. You want to make it better. There's always a way to make it better, mm -hmm. right? It's yeah. like math. Math it, math it out, figure it out, figure out the equation. If that math ain't mathing, baby, Y'all, you know, go X some. plus Y plus Z, whatever. Yeah. That was not that was not a math problem. That was you figuring it out. Yeah. I always say that to my daughter, and that's another type of advice I tell her. I'm like, this ain't math. You're never gonna use this again. I'm like, this is to help you figure out how to figure it out. Yeah. I'm like, this is an equation. Plug in the numbers. This is this is. This is the blueprint. This is it. Mm -hmm. You're never going to use this again. That's not, I, I, I mean, if that's not the point of math, I don't know what the point of math was. Yeah. <laughs> to figure <laughs> out. It's not to, yes. to find the square root of 144. That. It's to follow an equation and plug <laughs> yeah. that in when it needs to be there. And that's how I break down math with my daughter. <laughs> you know what's so crazy? Because I, like I told you before, math was like my worst subject. So it has nothing to do with anything you're going to use ever. My, my mom, I grew up loving Jay-Z. And I told of you, you, you and I have that in common. 
So my mom would actually use Jay-Z <laughs> as a part of the equation. Like if Jay sold this many albums and he Yo, divided. Some kids don't learn the, the same way. That's what did it. That was her equation. Yo, that did it for me. That's what did time. it. It worked. You figure it out. I figured it out. Figure it out. Your mom figured it out too. She was like, I ain't good. I'm gonna, I I'm gonna see, I'm gonna show her how she's gonna understand. I'm gonna speak her language. Yes. Sometimes yes. you gotta do that. Sometimes you gotta, you meet gotta people speak. in the middle. Yep. You gotta, you gotta, you know, get it, get it, get it how you can. Just put it out there, learn how you can do it and do it. Your mom learned it. She yes. was talking about Jay-Z. Yo, very early. Right? So I say the same thing with my daughter. I'm like, this is nothing to do with math. <laughs> Math, like that's I, I mean that's how I am I'm like this has nothing to do with math this has everything to do with figuring out your problem yeah. this is a this is a number problem you have to figure well this I out. always say critical thinking is not like a thing anymore you know like uh, I feel like in today's generation a lot of people miss that part like critical bro, thing, like that was bro, a subject where's the city one test for critical <laughs> thinking and really comprehending and yes. That don't need to be there. Where <laughs> yes. is that in school? They're Critical thinking was an dumber. entire subject. Yes, guys. yes. Some people now don't are not critical thinkers, and yeah. and that sucks because how are you gonna get through life? Yeah. How are you gonna get through life? How are you gonna think for yourself? How are yeah. you gonna make it for yourself? That's why I can't work for nobody. I'm critical thinker. <laughs> I cannot do your critical job, sir. I need to critically think for myself and work for myself. Yeah. I can never work for nobody because. I just, I, that's just the way I think. I don't, I feel like I shouldn't help somebody um, with their dreams. I'm, I'm glad you have them, sir, but I yeah. got to do. Yeah, like, you know, I got my own dreams. I got, yeah, I got, I got to, my own I, yeah, out. I have, I have to figure out. And if I have to take the time figuring it out on myself, then that's going to be way worth it than figuring out your, you know? So. Would you say that's like the biggest lesson that life has taught you? Was to be that critical thinker, was to be the person that pushed through, was that person of that- course. No of matter course, what, you of can't course. And that comparing is so key to when you do become successful and then those little comparison demons start to, yeah. you know, are you doing this? Or is this person doing better than you? Man, that would, that, that will, that would really mess you up is, mm -hmm. is, compa is comparison. Like just mm -hmm. focus on you. Me, I have tunnel vision. I don't even know what anybody else is doing. I don't want to be, I don't want to be feel like any pressure. Mm -hmm. I need to apply my own pressure and I don't want to see what anybody else is doing. It's just for my mental sake because I know that that messes with you. It has messed with me. And that was like the worst time of my like, like career, like not just doing me, like not just staying true to what I do and how I'm going to do it because that's how things flow better for me. And that's how, for me, that's how it works. I feel like everybody who's, who wants to train with somebody, for me, for my instance, if you want to train with somebody, how do you choose a trainer? What do you do? And spin a wheel and, okay, this is my trainer? You got to no. relate. You want to, yeah, especially for me online, you have to be able to relate. You have to be able to like their vibe. You have to, you, I, I have to be able to, to, to deliver and, and, be, and it has to be reciprocated, all mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. To me, I feel like if I'm myself, the vibe is always going to be there for the, for the people it catches. And mm -hmm. I am 100% fine with that. Mm -hmm. I don't need to have everybody. I need to have all my people rallied up and we're working out together and we're doing whatever. And, and, and I feel like that's how I will keep expanding. Yeah. You know, I, my work lives through other people. There's nothing, I can't show anything for myself other than my clients. Yeah. 
So it's super important how I conduct myself from internally to push back out onto people, mm -hmm. you know? I wonder, I know you're not much of a planner, but I wonder like what are, like, what are some of the things that you would want to do? Like what are the <sighs> next steps for you? Man. Where do you see yourself going with I this? Would, like how far are you trying to take this? I would love, let me think. I don't have to think. My thinking is, do I want to say this out loud? <laughs> this is the platform to say something out loud. I would love to have a total Bali training center in in major cities, in in areas of uh, just everywhere. I want to have. I want. I want to exude that energy and I want people to come together and feel it together in one room while I'm streaming online. I want to love that. Yep. Love that. I don't want to be I obviously I can't be everywhere but you know what my vibe can be. I want a training center, I don't know, um Puerto Rico, a part of Brooklyn, um let me just, know. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I want yeah. I want I want to be known for something and I think I am known for something and I want to drop it everywhere and I want to be able to have people come to a place where they can have a sense of community in person because another thing that I noticed with being a trainer which you don't think about this when you're a trainer you bring so many people together Definitely. so many like-minded people or maybe not like-minded and they learn like it's a it's a nice dynamic that I never thought of ever when I mm. became a trainer so if I can do that online, imagine what can be done when these girls are killing it together, Impressive. side by side. Yeah, Like, you know what I'm saying? And that's one of the things that, if there's anything that I think about, like where I would want to go, like that would be like my ending, like my, like that would be dope. Like just, you like how do, do I do it? Like, you know, like, like where do I start? The, the figuring out, it's just like something that it's I always think about. Math. Put in the equation. Yep. What do I you need? I need this, that, whatever. How am I gonna you map it out? It. But I think I would, I would, I would love that. Yeah. I would love, love, love that. I think you would kill it. I think so too. Yeah. I just gotta, it. I gotta figure it out because I, I guess, I guess I am a planner when it comes to that. I, I want to make sure, um, it, it works in all different ways, including me make being like happy like i don't want to mm. take on something that's going to be too much for me because wealth to me is also my time so i gotta mm -hmm. make sure i can figure it out where it's not making me um angry and sad and overwhelmed when i need that i need that energy to give back yeah so, to fuel you yes so that's like where i'm like on defensive but if i can figure it out I would, Let and, us know. <laughs> and I would do it, and I would love yeah. to have girls killing it together in a facility that's made just for that woman, mm -hmm. like a Lucille Roberts, like on. Yeah, that would be dope. On tea time, bro. Yeah, that would <laughs> like, be so dope. Come on, why? You know, like why are there? Why are there no all women facilities? You know, like. I feel, like, I feel like once COVID happened, people were like, do we really want to open back up? Do we want? You know, like just in general, even before COVID. Yeah, Lucille Roberts true. is the only. Women's gym. Why? Insane, Ew. right? Why? Why? Are there, why is there not other women running stuff like this? And why mm -hmm. am I not doing it? If 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 anybody to do it, why am I not doing it? So you that's something. Yeah, that's something I would I would love to do. I would love 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 to do that. Dope. It would be fire. A bunch of beasts just killing it. Yeah. <laughs>
How do you feel now that it's officially your first podcast interview and you you killed this interview? So did I? <laughs> yes, you did amazing. Um, I feel I feel great. I feel like I need to stop getting in my own head. I think that I overthink things, and I think I'm maybe I'm worried about showing myself, maybe or I don't know what it is. But we want to see you. Is that what it is? Really? We do want to see you because we see we see <laughs> we see Bali, but I don't know why. But, but very few get to see Tina. I don't. I know my friend um, Island. She goes. She goes. If people knew how you were, they would not believe it. They would. And um, I don't know. I I I I just feel like I'm not anything. Um, what what do you say it? Like there's nothing to it with me. Like what am I going to talk about? What do you want to so see? So much. It's that part is already on the forefront. I, mm -hmm. Everything that it's that's to me, it's already like displayed out. But there's just everything else. I'm just regular. Like yeah. I'm just regular. Shit. Like I like to just be like regular. I don't need to. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I, I do. I do have a a last question before I go into my rapid fire questions. And I said, I said, this is the only question rapid that fire question. Yeah, I oh, do shit. have a rapid fire question. All right, let's do it. But there is one. Before we get into the rapid fire, there's one one question that I've I've been dying to know. What your playlist? <laughs> you never share your playlist. You never ever ever share your. So for those of you that don't follow Tina, which you guys should be following Tina, Tina has like. One of the best playlists that I've ever heard. Honestly, if you guys have a chance to hop into her virtual sessions, her playlist is fire. And everybody's always asking you about your playlist and you're like, I'm not going to share. Can you share today your playlist? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why no. don't you share By your now, playlist? You can, you can come on and take my class. If you take my classes over and over, you can shazam. And it's like not right? even the, the same. Like you never use the same playlist. It's so no, weird. It's, it's, it's the same vibe. Yeah, it is the same but vibe. But the playlist comes from like my personality. Like <laughs> my rah-rah. Like it's yeah, like yeah. it turns into a basement workout. So... So a part of that playlist to me feels like it's a part of my vibe. So if you want my playlist and take my class, <laughs> it's a it's a whole you know it's a it's, for me it's 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 a whole it, it all comes together. Yeah, yeah. So no, I don't want to uh, sell you my playlist. Just the way another perfect not sell you give you my another perfect example give you my playlist. Another perfect example <laughs> is like when my programming. I don't want girls to just drop in for leg day. I it, it, you I it's supposed to be a whole complete. This comes from yeah, yeah, a whole yeah, different place. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying. Like I I want you to get the whole vibe of everything that I'm offering, and the playlist is one of them. Yeah, the so, playlist is fire. It hits different when you take my class too. Yeah, the playlist <laughs> it does hit something. The same. No, I can give it to you. It's not gonna hit the same on your time. That's how I feel. Yeah, the playlist is fire. <laughs> it's I'm just always that like, damn. I wonder how long it takes for her to curate that playlist. You know what? Right now, it's 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 on. I have I have tons of playlists. Oh, I know. It's, I feel like you so have a many. cleaning playlist. You have like oh yeah, I like, have, like chill, driving, relax, driving. Oh yeah, I love oh, my I driving playlists. Puerto Rico playlists, like when I want to be like calm and stuff. You know, music it takes a lot to a, a a vibe is 
to be able to put a vibe into a, a string of songs, I don't, I don't want to give that list of playlists. I don't want to give that All list. Right, fine, fine, <laughs> fine, fine. I, don't, I mean, yeah. All right. Do I sound terrible saying that? No. I feel terrible I'm, saying that. I'm gonna get it, girls. Don't worry about it. We'll get it soon. <laughs> but definitely take her class. Um, you ready for the rapid rapid fire All questions? Right. All right. <sighs> tell me you're Latina without telling me you're Latina. <sighs> tell me you're Latina without telling me you're Latina. I am very when when you get me out my shell, I'm, I will t say it how it is. And I think that's a very Latina trait. I will tell you how it is. Spicy mommy. Yes. In the <laughs> nicest way possible. Yeah. Uh, favorite Spanish food? Uh, uh, pollo guisado. I oh love, my that's God, my favorite food. And that's my favorite healthy Spanish food, uh, by the way. <laughs> What's one thing you need in the morning? Time to think. Mm. Time to think. I need my quiet time to think. Favorite spot in Puerto Rico? Oh my gosh. I know that's hard. There's so many. I know, but you got to pick one. Just one? Can I give a series of really fast? Just one? Top three. Okay, top three. All right, here we go. I like Anasco on the West Coast. Uh, it's like Rincon, but like the more quieter part, you get all the beauties that has to offer with it being gentrified, but without the gentrification. Mm -hmm. I love it. Vega Baja is one of my favorite Ooh. beaches. I love it. Mm -hmm. It's one of my favorite places. And then I also love Luquillo. I love the chill vibe. I love Manabo too. It's like the Hawaii. I said three, girl. All right, fine. That was three. <laughs> so I love, yeah, that was, okay, that was the West Coast, North, and South I gave you. Okay. What is this chapter in your life called? This chapter in my life called. Uh, back to me, back to Tina. Uh, like bringing everything I learned from Bali back to me. Mm -hmm. So I guess back to me. <laughs> I love that. Um, if you had an opportunity to have the last supper with three Latinas, who would it be? It's last supper. Man, that's a tough one. I'm not sure where I want to go with this. Dead or alive? I definitely, <laughs> Celia Cruz. I love, I want to know Celia. how, does everybody say that? Everyone says that. Yeah. I, I know I, I love that because she's, like, I want to know. She would be my choice as well. Yeah. Yes. Uh, um, Rita Moreno. Uh, oh, yes. uh, I can't even. Rita Moreno. Yes, mm -hmm. thank you. Rita Moreno. Mm -hmm. I want to know how it was. How. I want to know how they got through everything mm -hmm. and how they became so great. So that, I want to sit down and have dinner and talk about that. And then. Um, You know who I admire, and I have to say it because she, I, I, I just admire her so much, Kiana. Mm, yep. Definitely. I, definitely. Uh, we don't really talk. Um, we talk, of course, but mm -hmm. we're not, I don't, you know, like every day, hey, what are you doing? Yeah. But every time we do talk, it's all love. Mm -hmm. And 
it's always, uh, to me, I think she has a great story. Mm-hmm. I think she does her thing. And I think she's super relatable to me. Yeah. And dope. was one of my first role models. And I don't even think she knows this, right? Oh. But I do say this to people that I know. I mention her. Like, I don't really idolize celebrities, right? Mm-hmm. Even though you should, right? Because you're still putting them in that in that place where you you see them where they are now. But she was closer to me than anything. So I feel like I learned a lot from her. And I would love to sit down and chop it up. That's a good <laughs> table. That's a good yeah. table. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, what does it mean to you to be Latina? Man, I think it's amazing. I think um, I'm Puerto Rican, so specifically New York Rican. Mm-hmm. And I love that I have, and and this goes for, I don't know if this goes for everybody, but I love like the warmth of Latinas and the fire that we have. I feel like we're every kind of 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 just everything, just everything. I I I. I love that we are nothing to be messed with. I love that we're strong. I love that we're sexy, mm-hmm. even without having to be sexy, not vulgar sexy, just something about our fire yeah. that makes us sexy, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that the way we are, we're the most diverse group to me. We have a lot of Latinas, you know, especially Caribbean, have a lot of stuff mixed in with them. Mm-hmm. And I think we're like the most re- well-rounded, you know, community and, you know, we can we can blend in anywhere. And I think that's so great. And I think that everybody who is Latino should feel like that. I, yeah. I feel like that. And New York Rican, I feel like I'm the best of both worlds. I feel like yeah. I have that tropical cool vibe but I'm also from Brooklyn New York so mm-hmm. I have that hard edge and I love to be a New York Rican. I feel like yeah. I have the best of both worlds like streetwise and that tropical island life. Yeah. It, it it falls within me and mm-hmm. that is that is one of my favorite things about of who I am and where I come from and what I'm about, I think that uh, all these different elements, that's the word I was looking for, all these different elements make up of a great person entirely. Mm -hmm. Not just me, just, you know, Latinas everywhere. We're so, we're so inspiring and like, we're just so full of life. If if there's one thing is like, don't lose that life, like that we already have. It's just in us, you know? Last question. Well, this is a finish this sentence. Finish this sentence. Okay. Growing up Latina is? <laughs> Growing up Latina is? Being able. And how am I going to put this? I can't put this into words. Being able to operate accordingly based on environment. I think we hold these qualities and just being like like a renaissance woman, like like being able to do anything. And and that's it. <laughs> I, I feel like we're great and 
being Latina to me is is that is just being like the versatile creatures that we are. And I yes. love that everybody thinks we're spicy. Even when we're not spicy, you think you're spicy. So that's right. me. You know? <laughs> and so I love that. <laughs> Tina, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for, for stepping me. out of your comfort thank zone. You. For us. Thank you. Thank you. You made it very um comfortable for me. It was you were super easy to talk to. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, let everybody know where they could follow you. Oh, uh, is this the camera? <laughs> yes. Uh, so you can follow me at Bali Cabrera on Instagram. And that is where you would see all my um, daily workouts and just info to my training program. And at tinacabrera.com is where you'll see the actual information. Yes. Yay. Thank you.